Is it me? Am I the drama? I don't think I'm the drama. Smash. Susie. Wait, what, was, what was the game? No, I don't want to play any more games. I have done a lot of things in my past. Hi, sisters. I did it. Welcome to the very first episode ever of What's On Your Feed. My name is Rose Confetti. I'm on Gadigal Land. And my name is Henny Soy, and I'm on Wajak Noonga Land. Now, what's on your feed? I'm really sorry to tell you if you've come here looking for food content. It's not actually about food. We're talking what's on your feed? What's on your social media apps? What is the algorithm serving you? Mm, because we know that everyone's algorithm is different. And although ours are quite similar, mm. Rose, what I like is that there are points of difference, and that is where it gets interesting. That is where you find the weird stuff Mm. the really good bizarre weird stuff on the internet and that is what we are going to try to catch you up on so each week we're going to be talking the biggest stories the weirdest stories or just the shit we found really funny (laughs) so on today's show what are we talking about henny well a big one this week black china versus the kardashians in court a fun new app and a game invented by none other than rose confetti which i don't know too much about (laughs) But first, I've got a few stories I think we need to cover. The first one being the fact that Elon Musk has bought Twitter. Now, I hate it. (laughs) I'm not someone who (laughs) usually likes to talk about Elon Musk. However, considering this show is all about feeds, I thought we can't go past the fact that this man has bought a massive platform. There are so many things you could buy before you buy the cesspit that is Twitter. What sparked all of this was the fact that he tweeted something that had a grammatical error in it. And because Twitter doesn't have an edit <laughs> button, everyone was making fun of him for the grammatical error. Poor Elon. I know, poor boy. <laughs> One last thing on this story, though, is that Elon is now talking about what he might buy next. And he's proposing that he might buy Coca-Cola to put the cocaine back in. Oh, look, he just likes things to be how they are. Rocket ships go to space, cocaine in Coca-Cola. It's just self-explanatory. Hit me up with your second news. My next story is all about none other than internet pest, Jeffree Star. Ugh. For those who don't know him, <laughs> Jeffrey's been around since MySpace days and no matter what, he is mm. like a cockroach. We cannot get rid of him. He's got a pretty shady past, um, including racism, violence, all that sort of stuff. And now mm-hmm. he has posted that he has designed a custom pink gun. Is this for the farm? He recently moved out to a farm? with. Is it our Packers? He's got yaks. He's got a yak ranch. I don't think the gun will be doing any work on the ranch. It seems like a sort of pistol that you might use in like a money heist or something like that. (laughs) For what? For whom? Is Jeffrey breaking into like another, I don't know, a makeup (laughs) organization trying to like steal lipsticks? What on earth? could he possibly need the gun for? People were quite upset about this on Twitter because they think this is glamorizing guns, all that sort of stuff. If you I guess if you make something pink, sparkly, have stars on it, it's going to look Oh, I wanted it. Yeah, it's going to look appealing <laughs> I hate guns. to people like I suppose you and I. Don't know. Yeah. <laughs> or children. He probably does have an audience that could veer on the younger side, some teens, maybe children mm. because he's got a lot of makeup content and now content Mm. about his yaks 
Come for the axe, stay for the guns. That was a predictable yet no less disturbing move from Jeffree Star this week. Very good summary. So, Rose, tell me about this app that you have found. I was scrolling through TikTok and this quite small creator popped up on my feed. I see them around sometimes. They've got about 10,000 followers. They posted this video and it basically said, am I reading in the park because I want to read in the park or because I want the be real notification to come through right now? And I was like, what? What is be real? At first I thought it was a dating app. It might be one of those ones that's super location-based. But I ended up Googling it. It's an app and it's a social media app that's trying to say it's influencer-free and super authentic. I did a little investigation. I love an investigation. (laughs) (laughs) Detective Rose. Anyway, I looked up the Be Real app and basically it describes itself as being your friends for real. Every day at a different time, everyone is notified simultaneously to capture and share a photo in two minutes. A new and unique way to discover who your friends really are in their daily life. So basically, it's this app. We'll be hanging out. You'll be hanging at home, doing your thing. You'll get a ping on your phone and it'll say you've got two minutes to take a photo and you have to take a photo with the back camera and the front camera. Have you heard of this app at all? Sounds like Snapchat though. I mean, with the element of a timer. You have to contribute to participate basically. If you're not sending one, you're not going to see your friends. What I found really funny about this app (laughs) is it's exactly like WA's quarantine system (laughs) app. (laughs) Yes, and you would know all about that one. I do. When we were in quarantine, we were coming back from Sydney and we were in WA doing quarantine, you would get a text from the WA police or a notification from the WA police and in their little app you had to take a photo within five minutes. And let me tell you, luckily it had a button where you could say like, oops, I was on the toilet or I was in the shower or I was asleep because (laughs) having notifications go off at a random time sometimes is really, really awkward. So that's already a problem people are noticing with the app. But what I found interesting was when I went into the social networking app store, it's actually number one. So it's beating Facebook, which is only at fourth. And I found a few articles that were talking about the app and how it appeals to Gen Z because it basically encourages authenticity. You're way less likely to get influencers trying to sell you shit. Would you use an app, Henny, that makes you take a photo suddenly for two minutes? I'm kind of into it, but like maybe not. I don't know. What do you think? Oh, I don't know. I, I, I don't really understand the appeal of it. I think the idea is that it's meant to like show your friends and what they're actually doing, but I already share <laughs> what I'm doing with my friends. We still use Snapchat, love us, hate us for it, yeah. whatever. We still use it yeah. and we use it in a very authentic way and it's now yes. at that point because I don't know about you, I don't post stories on Snapchat anymore. That's not no. for me. I use it to communicate with my close friends. This app isn't for us. I think that's what I've figured out. This app probably isn't for us. I think it is for people who are maybe backpackers. They need to have interesting pictures or maybe like uni students where you're like, if the notification goes off between nine to five, Monday to Friday, we're going to be at work. It's not going to be interesting. It's just going to be my screen. I think this app might work for people who are like out doing something, have friends that live in like really different places or, yeah, uni students or TAFE students or high school students who have a way more flexible life. How sad will it be though when this app inevitably dies like all of them do 
and mm. you're the only person to send a photo that day and then nobody you don't get one nobody sees your photo <laughs> No, it's just lost to the cloud forever. You staged a whole party for nothing. Oh, I'm kind of sad actually thinking about that. Henny, talk me through what's happening with the Black China versus the Kardashians case because I do not know any of the details and I desperately need you to fill me in. In 2016, Rob Kardashian, who is the brother of Kim, Chloe, Kylie, Kendall, Courtney, Mm. ended up in a relationship with Black China. Now, there's a bit of context behind that. Black China's baby daddy is Tiger. At the time, Kylie was dating Tiger, and Rob mm-hmm. and China got together after that Kylie Tiger situation. They were together until 2017. Very messy breakup. Alleged domestic violence on both sides. They did have a show briefly called Rob and China. Only had one season. What China is alleging in this lawsuit is that out of the Kardashian-Jenner clan, specifically Kim, Chloe, Kylie and Chris interfered with the contract for season two of Rob and China and that resulted in it being cancelled. So she's after mm. them for over $100 million, which probably <gasps> wouldn't mean much to any of these people. You know, Kim and Kylie are billionaires. Yeah. However, it is interesting because a lot of emails, text messages are coming out in court and I also think it's just interesting the fact that there are multiple Kardashian-Jenners in court in front of a jury. What I especially love about this is there is someone out there who worked very, very hard to one day become a judge (laughs) and then to sit in court and be asked (laughs) to try to run a trial (laughs) based on some people who all got famous from like reality TV Mm -hmm. to try to dispute whether or not someone's not very good reality TV show was not successful because of another extremely successful group of reality TV stars. This is real world. This isn't just what's on the show and that blows my mind. Mm. And that's the thing is although we see the Kardashian-Jenners everywhere, they curate everything we see. But in this instance, they don't get to control that. And one of the most interesting things Mm. to come out of this are the court sketches We're getting sketches every day of these people in court and some people have even said that the artist who's doing these sketches is making them look like they have their old faces pre-plastic surgery. (laughs) There is a bit of truth, I believe, in China's claims because there are multiple text messages and emails which the Kardashian-Jenners have written to the E! Network asking them to take the show off air, saying that, they are Whoa. upset with um, China because she's hurt Rob in physical and mental ways. Now, e-producers who have been questioned about the show not being renewed for season two have said that the only reason why the show was taken off air, not renewed for a season two, was because Rob and China were no longer together and it was hard enough to film season one with the fact that they were fighting all the time and their schedules were really hard to pin down. They were just really difficult to make TV with. And I think that's the most compelling evidence so far. Not the most compelling, but I think it is a great defence, at least for the Kardashians, because ultimately it is the decision of the e-producers and one of them even said that he wasn't going to take instructions from a 17 year old i.e kylie jenner at the time she was 19 but he was saying that she was 17 basically 
shutting down the fact that the Kardashian Jenners would even have any sort of influence over whether E decided to make a season two. There may mm. be part of this that goes China's way on the defamation front. On the interference with contracts over the show, it seems like E have put their foot down and said, no, we decided not to go ahead with this. We weren't listening to what Kim, Chloe, Kylie and Chris had to say. Mm. That's where I'm feeling like it might go. Now, I need to give a shout out to Ali Stagnita on TikTok. She is the new form of entertainment reporter. She is making TikToks every day, sometimes multiple times a day, about the case she is so succinct and please go check her out because she'll have more details on this than we've given here and probably more accurate details and what I love about her is that she it looks like she's on holiday at the moment she even made one while she was like lying underneath a cabana at a pool (laughs) yes the hustle doesn't stop Now, Rose, you've teased me with a game that we're going to (laughs) play. So can you please tell me more? (laughs) I'm scared. (laughs) When When this came to me, I felt like a genius. Okay. This game revolves around one cringe queen, the person I probably get the most secondhand embarrassment from, and that person is Gabby Hanna. If you do not know who Gabby Hanna is, that's okay. I'm going to walk you through it. All you need to know, first up, is in our intro song, she has the song. What if I'm the monster? Gabby got really famous off Vine. She was called The Gabby Show, made lots of little skits. She was funny. She was relatable. Then she went on to YouTube. She's really well known nowadays for getting in really big fights with YouTubers. I think the thing to note about her is that she will fight with anyone. You don't even have to be famous and she'll fight with you. Yes. And that is exactly what brought Gabby Hanna back into my feed. So I actually got served a video and it was someone duetting a video Gabby had made where she was really, really angry and she was pointing at the camera and she was basically saying, if you fuck with me, I'm going to fuck you up. Like she was so angry and it was someone duetting it being like, who's she angry at? (laughs) (laughs) What's going on? She will post videos like that and then take it down a few days later. But what's wonderful about the internet Everyone remembers everything and we are going to dissect it. So (laughs) there are two particular instances of Gabby Hanna behaviour and I would like you to guess whether it was satire or whether it was serious. Mm. And to be clear, (laughs) I've had to figure it out for myself. (laughs) And do you have confidence in whether it is satire or serious or is it all just a guessing game? It was a guessing game. Then I also consulted YouTube and I have answers for the first one, but the second one we might need to figure out together. So the first instance is Gabby's mental health care suggestions. On Gabby's TikTok, she posted a video basically saying, if you're depressed, get a hobby. Listen up, this advice is about to change your life. I have the ick. This tip is not just for overcoming depression. This is going to get you excited to wake up every day. It's 10.30, I just got up. Neither here nor there. Gotta get a hobby. Better get a hobby. A lot of them. Just one at a time, but in your head, if you have so many hobbies that you're excited about, do you ever scroll TikTok and go, I want to do that? I just saw a guy make a rug. He just made it. That's awesome. He just has like a little rug studio. I think it was in his house. 
I wanna set up a little rug making studio in my house. How can I be sad when I've never made a rug yet? I haven't started crafting jewelry yet. Sure as have not tried any water spores and I sure never will but you might want to you're sitting there depressed you've never gotten on a jet ski and you want to <laughs> you got nothing to live for you've never jumped out of a plane i'm not gonna do it you might want to do that though you're sitting here like i don't want to live and you want to parasail and you've never par go parasail get you a hobby you'll never be sad again for context, Gabby does suffer from mental health issues. She's pretty open about it. This is why at first I thought this video was satire because the way that she's really put depression down to just needing a hobby made me think, oh, she's taking the piss because that's what people who have never had depression say. They say, oh, just do something fun. You'll feel better. But no, I I think it might have been serious. Ooh, I don't think I've ever seen Gabby Hannah make a joke very valid point <laughs> but then again it's she's one of these people that we don't really know when she's trolling and when she's yeah. not much as i thought originally it was satire i think she was being serious and the fact that the videos are now taken down off her tiktok or at least i couldn't find them makes me think that she copped so much flack she realized she had to take it down i'll take you to my second satire or serious part of the game with gabby so gabby posted a video where she said she really wanted to learn Spanish. Someone commented saying, try Duolingo. So Gabby made a video explaining what Duolingo is. I started learning Spanish a couple of days ago, literally a couple of days ago, and I feel like I'm already absorbing so much information. It's 15 minutes a day and I'm learning a whole ass fucking language and it's absorbing quickly. It's an app, it's called Duolingo. Somebody recommended it in my comments of my video where I was saying I wanted to learn Spanish. I've been wanting to learn Spanish for so many years. Is this satire or serious that Gabby doesn't know what Duolingo is? This has to be trolling. Her job is on the internet. How has she not realistically come across Duolingo before? And this isn't just about it being an app or anything. If you are on TikTok, you know that that damn bird their little mascot has been <laughs> goddamn everywhere yes so i looked it up right before we started recording duolingo has 4.1 million followers they have 77.2 million likes the social media presence that duolingo has has just gone insane they've got the bird as you mentioned henny and they use the bird as the mascot to jump on every TikTok trend. They set trends. They make insane jokes. They're obsessed with Dua Lipa because Dua Lipa and Duolingo sound the same. It must be satire. But I've gone through the comments and I have not found a single comment that would indicate that this is satire. What do you reckon? Uh, the thing is with Gabby Hanna is that we know she's a liar as well. So she <laughs> yeah. could be fully serious and then a few weeks, months, years from now, she'll go back and say, no, I was trolling you all. I knew exactly yeah. who Duolingo is and that who that green bird is, all that sort of stuff. I, I'm leaning towards she's serious and doesn't know. Oh, God, I can see why it's hard now. I want to say it's satire because it's an extremely funny joke. It got me extremely worked up. But I'm going to say it's serious based purely off the fact that Gabby Hanna seems like the kind of person who, although 
she makes a lot of TikTok content, she would say to people that she just doesn't scroll that much. Like she's above it. Like she creates on it and she makes money off social media, but I bet you she'd say she doesn't scroll social media. I think that's a good analysis. But stay tuned. I'll let you know if I find out. Thank you for being the Gabby Hanna reporter. I appreciate your dedication (laughs) to this area. (laughs) The cringe I have to push through. Now, with all that being said, we will be back next week with another edition of What's On Your Feed because we just can't get enough of the internet. We're going to have to share it with you. If you can't get enough of us in the meantime, you can find us on Instagram at What's On Your Feed Pod. And we'll also be sharing all of the TikToks and content we've spoken about today on there. Yes, ruin your algorithm. (laughs) Chat to you next time. Bye.